0: hi this is Humala and today is July 21st 2020 2020 was yesterday I guess you can call it a historical moment where all 20s lined up would that come back again probably not but aside from that I want to talk about the conclusion of everything that is taking place. There are so many theories that are being built around us. People are going back in time, in the eighteenth century and the seventeenth century. Also, it's been said that this all had been planned. Um, it's been happening in the past. There's history behind it. You can dig it out and maybe these same kind of things took place in the past. And nothing new is happening to us. I mean, the protest took place before in the 92, and same things happen in the cities where people burn down places. Things like that happened in the 70s as well. It's really confusing for the new generation uh, who has to look forward to the future because the future is here now it's in front of us and for the future generation if they tend to look back and say that their ancestors did this in the past and now we're just repeating the history all over again so we tend to be the humans that go back in time and somehow unresolved issues come up to the surface and we Deal with the same issues again, and with the new generation, we fight for the same causes and same issues. That's what people are trying to make a statement of, and that's the statement, that's the current statement. The statement is also that there's been Uh, racism, there's been uh, injustice, there's the Constitution is wrong for the United States of America, it should have been written the other way, considering a lot more things. So people over the years, over four or five decades, have accepted the Constitution just the way it is and they never question its uh, validity and they never question what what's written inside the Constitution and whether or not it applies to the public, they were somehow content with whatever was happening around them. So if you call this revolutionary behavior, then it doesn't apply here because if there was to be a revolution, it should have came 10 years ago. It should have came 20 years ago. It should have came after the 70s when people were committing mass suicide, when the drugs were out of control. And people should have learned from those mistakes and the new generation obviously didn't follow that track. But at the same time, we didn't eliminate the drugs from our society. So the drugs were passed on to the new generation and they explored the same drugs that their ancestors explored. They drank the same alcohol in a different way. Maybe they were partying the same way. You know maybe they were smoking the same way there were cigarettes there was tobacco there was alcohol there was drugs this is nothing new you can trace it back to the 19th century you can trace it back to the 18th century and 17th century and even 16th century you can trace back alcohol so this was carried on throughout generations and probably passed on through generations just like wealth is passed on through generations And poverty is also passed on through generation. Education is passed on through generation. Responsibilities are passed on, you know. Responsibility of yourself, of your generation, and education, and how things are going to turn out in the society. These are all passed on. But are we the people who live in the past? Or are we the people... Who learn from the past and we move on to create a better future now in the 90s and in the 1900s in the 90s uh, things begin to change and we head toward the future and we begin to have all this technology that we're introduced to and somehow our lives were going to be improved or get better it didn't become an illusion up until the 2020 when the, we get this reality check. Now, the reality check is a disease, COVID-19. We get this reality check, the whole world is affected by it, but for some reason, the Americans feel that it's a personal attack upon them that this this whole thing is created by certain people and they're the ones who are promoting the disease they're the ones who are uh, promoting the cure for some reason they didn't look at the whole world and they didn't take the whole world serious i mean if this is only happening in the united states of america where um 19 is there's a conspiracy behind it and it doesn't really exist but it, it's been passed on to people and they're just faking it and the drugs used for it they're pushing it on to people if media really believes that that's the truth then they can just ignore the whole world how can you ignore italy where people died in thousands and mass graves have to be dug out for them how can you ignore brazil right now how can you ignore any of these places how can you ignore new york How can you ignore other countries, India, Pakistan, where cases are uh, taking place? I mean, all these places are full of conspiracy and there's a higher agenda for the Second World War or for China to win something, you know, for Communist Party to destroy the whole world and live by themselves. I mean, what is the reason here? that people don't believe that this disease exists. If it didn't exist, it wouldn't have killed so many people. And it killed a lot of people. And it's still killing a lot of people. So this fact really amazes me that people still to this day want to believe that this is a conspiracy against them. And this disease, this virus is not real. What would it take for them to believe that this virus is real? When they see or when they hear all these deaths taking place, when they see the travel industry falling apart, when they see the economy going upside down, this is not a government's fault. This is not one party's fault. You can blame the scientists, you know, who let the virus out. You can blame the virus is spreading out and some people don't have immunity for it some people have immunity for it it's a deadly disease there's no cure for it you can push the people to make the cure for it but you're really pushing each other as much as you want the cure they want the cure as well and they're working hard to make the cure it's not like they don't want to make the cure so much money have been spent in helping people in building hospitals in helping the people get through life. So much has been passed on to people. So people still don't wanna believe that this thing exists, that this thing is actually real. So that's the first thing, that's the first reality check that a disease came to us in our country and we refuse to believe that it's a disease. We need to give each other a reality check just for that. Now, we want to wrap up everything else into the disease. How? We're bringing history into the disease. We're bringing our personal attitudes toward the disease. We're bringing buried issues out from the closets into the streets. But we're not realizing that we are already facing a situation. We're calling it a revolution. We, we think that we can get great change out of it just because we're under pressure already. So this is taking advantage of the situation. If you wanted to eliminate racism, you should have taken that step 10 years ago. Why now? The fact of the matter is that people had enough pressure... In their life people had enough punishment within three months of being deprived of going outside and being deprived of not being able to party and being able to get together and not being able to buy toilet paper and alcohol people became really frustrated and all of their buried issues came to the surface it has nothing to do with the history repeating itself Why would history repeat itself? It's like we haven't learned anything in life if history is going to be repeated over and over. And if we just go through these cycles, then what's the sense of learning new technology? What's the sense of getting ahead in life? What's the sense of going to all these universities and educating ourselves? Or coming up with new modern ways of living if we're going to go back in time? if this is our destiny, that we tend to go back in history and we tend to repeat the same wars and same conflicts and same things all over again. I stand with the people who have the positive attitude, who are willing to see this for what it is. It is a disease, it's all around us, it's all over the world, it's trying to be contained, it's trying to be controlled, people are trying to recover from the economy They have the potential to recover. And they have done it before. So looking at it from a different point of view, where it is this historical thing, where there needs to be a war because of it, is a really screwed up angle. Because if you go back into the past, then you're going to dig out a whole Case of worms. You're gonna dig out so many things. You're gonna dig out so many buried issues that wouldn't have come to the surface, and now you're saying my issue is better than your issue. I have issues, so did the person next to me. And another party has an issue. There's so many different issues, there's so many things, so many people want their rights. People who are homeless, they want their rights. People who are raising the rents and people can't afford to live in decent neighborhoods, they want their rights. People who can't get jobs, they want their rights. You know, people who can't rise from poverty and they're being discouraged in life, they want their rights. People who are being abused, they want their rights. There's so many groups of people who want their rights. It's not just about black people. It's about white people. It's about people who are deprived. It's about people who are being tortured. It's about people who get taken advantage of. It's about people who don't get the opportunities to go to nice colleges to earn more income. It's about everybody. This is the United States of America. These issues apply to everyone. And there's many issues. Everybody wants their rights. That's why there was a constitution that was built, to give people their rights. That's why there was a system that was built, to protect the people. Now, if the system is corrupt, there needs to be correction that needs to be made. Maybe the police department needs to um, have different rules. You know, Maybe they shouldn't have chokeholds. Maybe they shouldn't shoot at people. They have no right to shoot at people without a serious, serious reason. So shooting people for no reason, it's it's wrong. It's completely wrong. So there needs to be a reform. But that doesn't mean that we destroy our homeland. That doesn't mean we destroy our whole constitution. That doesn't mean that we are shaken up. We need to stay grounded. There's no reason why we shouldn't stay grounded. We have to look at what we have achieved so far, what we have built so far. Destroying something is the easiest thing in the world. But to build it, it takes a lot of work. It takes time. So we really need to pay attention to what we have become over the years, the strengths that we have developed, the image that we have in the whole world the potential that we have in our country. There's so many talented people in this country. There's so many educated people in this country. There's so many creative people in this country. If all of them can use their talent, this country will remain great. There's no reason why it shouldn't remain great because it's it's united. All different people from all over the world are united. Now, some people are going to question me because they're saying that there's wars and they've been challenged by, you know, the president. They've been challenged by the wars and their, their people were tortured and Muslims were discouraged. You know, there's many arguments. But if you look at the circumstances, every single circumstance required those actions. If the actions were not required... They wouldn't have taken place so it's not like Americans just jump into a situation and say well we're going to go and force people out of those places and we're forcefully helping other people people ask the United States of America for help and when they ask for help they got it and because of our military and our army we were strong enough to defeat the ISIS We defeated the ISIS in Iraq. Nobody could do that. The whole Europe was terrified by the ISIS. Were they going to live with them for the rest of their life? I mean, there has to be a cure for things. There has to be some sort of justice that needs to be served. If there is a tyrant leader, he has to be taken down. Who's going to take them down? Or they could be a tyrant for the rest of their life. I mean, these leaders, some of these leaders want people to worship them. And that's not leadership. That's not presidency. So someone has to interfere in that process. And again, you know, Donald Trump declared from the very beginning that he's going to make America great again. He's going to take back the economy from other countries' hands where our economy is being controlled he's going to take back the power you know he's going to take back the control so these things are valid his point is valid that he should take control of the country i mean why why is our economy dependent on other countries when we have such a big country you know why are our people building businesses in other countries for cheap labor. I mean, the people need work over here. Why are the students coming from all over the world and occupying our colleges when we need to go to our universities? So that means we don't get the education, they get the education. And after they get the education, where do we stand? On the streets? And that's exactly what I saw happening in my city in Los Angeles, where i couldn't get into the university a lot of people couldn't get into the university because some rich people came in and paid a lot of money to the universities and they got in and they left no room for other people for the locals to go to their local universities and same things are happening in the job market And the economy was really booming, but it was booming because of the foreigners coming to this country. And that's not the right way to boom your economy. You're selling things to uh, foreigners who are coming in with dollars and oil money. But what are you doing to the locals? You're not even letting them into your restaurants. They don't even have the same prestige. And other people who are not even legal here are coming on board and showing off to those people and telling them how they should be living their life. That they should be driving uh, Lamborghinis and they should be living in five-star hotels paying $1,000 a day. And they should be going to these top universities. And you're discouraging the people who are the citizens of that country. That they don't have the capacity, they don't have the power to do it. All these people ran away from this country right now. As soon as the flights open up, they went back to their sweet homes where they have everything but freedom. They can study online. Why not study online from your country? Why do you have to come over here and study and occupy the classroom so the locals cannot go there? So situations have been unfair for a long time where the opportunities of local people are being taken by other people coming from other countries who are not even legal and because of that rents in Los Angeles within years went up high you know locals could not afford the rents which should not be the case by the way because we have a community and the community should serve the people I mean of course people have to pay for living but If you make the living so high, obviously the people are not going to be able to afford living. And then they're forced to live on the streets. I'm not talking about all the homeless people people, because some of them are addicted to drugs. And some of them, you know, find excuses to be on the street. But I'm talking about the genuine people who actually cannot afford to live a decent life. what happens to them what happens to these people who cannot afford to live life they end up struggling they end up asking other people for help and then soon enough they get shut down they lose their job they lose their home And then they're forced to do something else. Either move to a state where they can afford a house or afford an apartment and where they can get a job. So they have to rebuild their life again. And no one notices these things because they're happening on a personal level. But if you take a survey, you will see how many people every year move out of the state because of that reason. So there are many issues. There's not enough space there's so many issues that there's not enough space you will run out of space before you run out of issues so is that the revolutionary time where the issues are just finally coming up to the surface and they were not there before these people who are fighting who are looting who are stealing they had the same issues i live in this country they had the same issues for years that they want all their privileges, they want everything for free, and they don't want to have to work hard for anything in their life. They don't like the system where they have to get educated and go to a decent job and get interviewed and then get hired. They want the process to be otherwise. They want to be handed out things. They want to be privileged. No one in the United States of America is privileged. Even the white people are not privileged. You will see them on the streets. You will see them homeless. How are they privileged? The people who get their education, the people who somehow make the money and have the wealth passed on to them, they're privileged. And those races they are also black. There's African American people who are also privileged and there are white American people who are also privileged. There are Persian people who are also privileged. And there are Spanish people who are also privileged. Somehow people become privileged and they have more than the other people who are not privileged. And the other people get left behind in the bottom. And they have a harder time coming up to the surface unless they get education or they get connections or somehow they get up there. So if you talk about privileged people, being privileged is not just a white thing. It's also a black thing. I've seen more black privileged people in my city in Los Angeles than I have white, and they become whatever they become. They become the movie stars. They become uh, TV hosts. You know, they become mayors. They become lawyers. They become um, singers. Really famous people, comedians. They're all over the place, and all of them are privileged. They all live in fancy homes. They all drive Ferraris. They all have wealth. So who is privileged here? It seems like white people are privileged, but you see them on the street, living in a tent. How is every single white person privileged? Open your eyes and you'll see that they're not. So privilege is a totally different trait. It's passed on in a totally different way. First of all, you have to desire to be privileged. So if you're the type of person who doesn't have that desire to be privileged, you're never going to be privileged. You know, even if some things are handed down to you, you probably waste them on something else. Because that's how you want to live your life. So it's a matter of choice. It's not a matter of what's given to you. It's a matter of what you're choosing in life. And this is a land of opportunity. You can choose anything you want. And people had the opportunity over the years to choose the career that they want, to go to the universities that they want. If you're going to sit at your home and expect to be privileged, you don't even have high school education, but you're thinking that I deserve this big time CEO position. How is that going to work? But you even made that possible for yourself. You know, someone gave you a break and made you a star overnight. And you went from zero to hero. So that's privileged me because I had to work hard and I had to get educated. So if I had to do that and I didn't have that mentality that I'm privileged, I'm beautiful, and I should just get this job, even though I could... I took the other way because I know that I personally need to be educated. I need to learn skills. How long am I going to stay privileged? And what's my value? Those are the questions that I had, but these people don't care about that. What they care about is going from zero to hero. So you're going to become a hero by destroying property and protesting for a cause that you don't know anything about there's a lot of people in these protests who really don't know what the protest is going to lead to they don't have a cause they're not representing anything they're just going with the crowd just looting taking advantage of the situation you know boldly destroying things while they can get away with it and run away with it so Obviously, I don't support people who (laughs) don't work hard and who think that they should be privileged. And, you know, I do support people who are honest and sincere and hardworking and they have a cause. At least have a cause that you fight for. You know, don't just go along with people to loot the stores. Just to take things that you believe that other people have it for free. They don't have it for free they have to buy those things in order to buy those things that they have to in order to sell those things they have to buy those things whether it's gucci or any other store you know and because you know that they have insurance you feel that you can steal them and get away with it and they will be able to replace it somehow that's the mentality that's a poor mentality that's not a cause The people who died, for example, George Floyd, I mean, who was actually questioned, he was murdered, he was tortured at the end of his life, you know, whatever the reason was, they didn't have to use that kind of force. His family didn't even fight that hard that people are fighting for him. His family apologized for that looting, you know. So whose fight are you really fighting? Is it your fight? This is not a racism fight. We don't all, all of a sudden have racism activated. These are frustrated people. And there are no limits to frustrations. People have so much frustration. They have so many issues. You know, opportunities are not there. Fairness is not there. I didn't get a job last week. You know, I don't have enough money. Like, oh, everybody have those issues. There's not particular one group that has this issue. Every group has that issue right now, but it's all being blended together, and people are trying to make this into a revolution and a cause. This is not a revolution or a cause. We need to have a very practical approach toward what's happening in front of us right now. What are we trying to do in our life? Make a decent living? live a healthy life, believe in something, actually come together and have real unity, reform our society, get rid of this disease. What is our goal? What's our target? Because you can't move forward without a goal and without a target, because you won't achieve the results. If you throw your ball in every direction, you know? It's always going to come back to you. There's no results in front of us because we don't have any particular cause that we're working on. Before a few months ago we were working on solving this COVID nineteen problem. We were working on a cure. We had a direction. We were working on it. Now it seems like we have lost all directions and all angles on any particular situation and a society like that has to collapse there's no cure for a society like that because until we have goals that are targeted towards something we cannot achieve that i mean just getting rid of the police is not the the answer we need the police who are you going to call if there's a problem you know we need the police, we, we need the police department, we need the ambulance, we need the emergency care, we need all of these facilities that we have in this country. Now, if you talk about reforming the police, that's a different issue, but defunding the police and getting rid of the police, that's not a solution. You need the police force. Maybe you need better candidates in the police force, maybe you need better rules in the police force, but you do need the police. If you don't have the police, and you give these people what exactly they want, everybody will carry the guns, and everybody will attack each other for stupid reasons, just like the ancient times. So whose desire is it to go back into the 16th century, when we are in the 21st century? And also, you have to check your belief system. I mean, do you really believe in one creator who created the whole universe? Do you really believe that concept? Because if you do believe that concept, then you will see that things are happening for a reason. You know, in nature, things take place naturally every day. So things are happening in nature. Things are happening in the world for a reason. Look at that reason. So people really get everything confused. They get their psychological issues mixed up with the current reality and scientific data. They get everything mixed up with everything because they don't want to focus on what is real. You have to focus on what's real. What's, what's the reality? What's your current reality staring at you? It's not racism. It's not one person or one cause. It is the cause. It, it is the virus that you're battling against. It's you trying to survive in this world to have a normal life. Not just you, everybody is trying to survive in this world to have the normal life that they once had before. To be able to breathe, to be able to walk outside, to be able to enjoy the summer, work towards something, achieve some goals. We have a current situation that stopped us from doing that. So look at that reality first, because that's the reality that's staring at you in your face. And there's scientific data to back it up. all the psychological issues sometime those issues have to be hold held back because that is not the right time to present those issues maybe in a better situation when we are all healthy and we're doing well we can address these issues but some people want to take advantage of the situation they feel that this is the best time to get your rights this is the best time to get the free money this is the best time to steal and rob the stores. This is the best time to break the law. Some people take advantage of that situation. But either way, you cannot build a community unless you see the problem for what it is. You cannot build a community if you don't have unity. You have to live with each other. You have to live in this country, and you are citizens of this country. so no matter how much psychological issues you have at the end of the day you're gonna go outside and you're gonna buy food from one person who who comes from another country and is a different race and different color so you have to get along with each other that's the only way this country is going to thrive and you're just making survival much more easier by presenting your cause at this time in life when the whole world is going through a tragedy. As it is, we have calculated that this thing is, COVID-19 is going to last for the rest of the year, but we're creating more problems for ourselves. So have peace within yourself. Think on behalf of the people around you just don't just think about yourself think about the people and your community around you because you have to live in this community and you have to live with these people in your community you cannot run away from your home from your hometown from your you cannot run away from that and that is not the way to protest take the legal route write your demands write your issues now the governor Como from New York he actually addressed the public and he asked them whatever it is that you want me to do for the police department, whatever rules you want to make you give me the list of it you tell me how you want me to make those rules and I will address it and he gave them time until next April now these people who are protesting they have a responsibility to write their cause to write their demands how they want the police reform to be what is it that they want the police reform to do so the he threw the responsibility in their hand where they have to come up with their homework You cannot just blindly fight for a cause and go out into the streets and enjoy yourself and drink beer and throw cans at the buildings and write things on walls. You cannot do that. That is not freedom. That's indiscipline. That's destruction of your community. You do not deserve to do that. You are not allowed to do that. That's why the system was built. That's why the um, police force was built. So we won't have to face this in our community. We don't want walls with um, graffiti written on it. We don't want those walls. A business, a decent business, doesn't want that on their doors. They don't want broken doors. They have to do business. So be reasonable with people. They're not coming to your house and destroying your property. What, what rights do you have to destroy their property? Take care of your cause. You also have to be responsible enough to take care of your cause. So if the people are not taking care of their cause, their, their cause is not valuable enough. You should have moral and values in your cause. You should have boundaries in your cause. You can't go around and destroy statues that build this country. In downtown Portland, they destroyed the statue of uh, Washington, George Washington. You don't have a right to do that because you're destroying constitution and nobody has the right to destroy constitution in this country, whether they're black or white or anything that happened. Of course, we need the police reform, but that doesn't mean... That we're going to destroy our founding fathers. The, nobody has the liberty do that, to do that. You were sworn into this country as a foreigner. Because everybody came from somewhere to become a citizen. You do not have the right. You don't have the right. So, be mindful of your cause and make sure your cause is in the right direction make sure that your cause is productive make sure that you're fighting for the rights of other people as well as your people your people don't just be selfish and think about your race and your people think about other races and other people too think about humanity think about everyone's freedom not just yours it could be some other person it doesn't have to be black It could be some other race. If there's injustice, it can happen to anyone from any other country, not just you. I grew up in this country, I've spent all my life in this country and I've seen all kinds of colors and I've seen all kinds of situations and I've seen all kinds of issues and I've seen crime being taken place and I've seen police force taking care of that. You know, some people actually believe that they should be committing crimes and nobody should arrest them. How do you feel about that? I've seen people selling drugs on the street, on their bike, in the backpack, getting away with it like murder. Why were they allowed to do that? Who's allowing them? They're allowing themselves to do that. They're getting away with it. You know, people find ways to do Criminal activities without any approval they find ways to destroy the city to make the city filthy with crime and drugs and alcohol and all the stuff that happens on the street they find ways around it they find ways to create gangs to kill each other to take the law in their own hands and they are so proud of their achievements And when they run into decent people, they can't stand decent people because they want indecency across the world, across the country. They want people to abide by their law and their rules. And that is not going to happen. And that's exactly what the president is saying too. Donald Trump is not putting up with this. That's not going to happen. He's not going to give control over to the people who want to wreck the whole country and create their own rules because that's not how you build the country if it was in the hands of people who are gangsters and drug dealers to build this country how do you think they would build it according to their law and they will have lawlessness just like they have in other countries where you can murder somebody and nobody will ask you any questions nobody will find you and the police department is corrupt And the whole system is corrupt. So, there's justice here. You know, there are rules here. There's discipline here. There's law here that you have to abide by as a lawful citizen. You cannot go out there and create your own rules and own law just because you think it's the 21st century and now people are losing control so take advantage of that situation It's not going to happen. So this is bad news for people, for gangsters, for drug dealers, for looters. This is bad news that your goal and your target that you've had for many years is not going to be accomplished on the 2020 or the 21st century. It's not going to be accomplished because there are enough righteous people in this world and there are enough honest and sincere people in this world who are going to focus on building something just like they have before and they will build it no matter what on that note i hope people are mindful and safe and are taking care of themselves and their surrounding in this time and being patient and meditating so other people are not invading their privacy God bless you all and take care Hi, this is Homa Lara today is June 21st, 2020 today's subject is decoding life once upon a time we were all kids and we were growing up our parents had all the authority there was environment around us we really didn't understand the environment but we lived in it we try to figure out every single thing to see what it was what it was made of how it works The world seems like this machinery to us, that everything is just, it's independent entity, that it works on its own. There are buildings around us, somebody built them. There are um, companies, big companies, somebody built them. There are people living their life, they have things, somehow they're getting them. There were... Simple individuals around us and complex individuals around us and angry individuals around us and beautiful individuals around us. And we looked at all of them and all of the things around us in awe. We were kids. We couldn't really figure it out. We couldn't really decode anything. But we were trying. Even as kids, we were trying to figure things out. I remember my brother, my little brother trying to open up this radio and trying to see what's inside the radio. And he would spend hours just undoing the radio and then putting it together. And he wanted to see what was inside the radio. And I was curious about other things. I was curious about the minds of people. Why do they act like this? Why do they think like this? Why did this person go here and did this? So as a as a kid, I was just curious in my environment. And for some reason, I felt really strange in my environment. As a kid, I've always felt strange. I was very quiet all the time because nothing around me really made sense. It was more like there was a film playing you know people did what they did and there was no obvious reasons for why they were doing what they're doing almost like i needed explanations from my parents and from my surrounding as to why we are here what are we doing we wake up we do this and and then we go to sleep we eat we sleep we go places, but this is life, so I heard from people. This is how life is, but still I was not satisfied. I, was, I kept moving forward in life, even as a kid, I kept moving forward in life and kept asking the questions and then trying to answer the questions on my own. And for some reason, I knew that nobody had all the answers. So if I asked somebody about the stars, about the moon, about why the sun comes out, why the water is what it is. Nobody had the answer. Who is God? No one had the answers. But the life was going to keep going and the difficulties around us were coming at us in different shapes and forms. And it was like our job to solve and resolve every single obstacle that come to us, but it never made sense to me. Why do we have obstacles? Why do we have bacteria that we have to keep cleaning in our life so we won't get sick? I mean, why do we have these difficulties? That was the question. I walked around with a question mark as a kid. And I barely got any answers from anybody. And I had to walk forward in life and just trust my instincts and trust what was in front of me and blindly follow my faith. And my faith brought me on my own, independently. Because when other people made decisions that I knew were not on my behalf any good... I realized that I'm surrounded by people who are not thinking um, critically, who are not thinking emotionally, who are not thinking on behalf of me. And even as a kid, I knew that the right thing to do is to walk away from what is happening in my life. And I walked away for the bigger and better life for the independent life, for my own answers, for my own questions. And my quest brought me to another land. It was a long flight coming to America. But the minute I arrived here, I realized that everything is different. The whole area is different. The way people are, is different. Um bigger highways, big places. And as a kid, I was really, I was a teenager and I was really fascinated by everything I saw. It was like in the middle of the street, I'm standing and there's cars going by and I'm looking them go back and forth and I'm in awe of what I see because I'm a kid and people are already living their life. People already have things. So the next goal was to figure out how to build the life, how to make things happen. My point is that as kids, we don't know our surrounding, but we are born with a question. We're born with instincts, and we're born with a certain knowledge. What the world is trying to tell us and what we know, we try to figure it out. We try to mash things. We try to undo things. And my path led me to a very independent life, where I kept asking the question and kept figuring out situation. And every obstacle that came to me, I had to undo that obstacle and figure it out for myself and undo the problem. And because it was causing difficulty in my life, Whether it was building a career or meeting people and communicating with them or figuring out why people are acting the way they're acting or answering the bigger question, what is God? I kept undoing all these obstacles and all these puzzles. And it has brought me to this point where just recently in the 2020, the biggest puzzle begin to come undone the life that we call in our surrounding the life in the world the way people were living there were different countries and everybody was living and traveling and um, being happy and spending money and marrying each other and divorcing each other and relationships and different groups of people some do these things some do the right things some are righteous and some are not righteous some are violent and some are not violent the bad things in our environment I was observing all of it and I was still standing in the middle of it because I didn't want to connect with any of it and the reason why is because my question to find God was still unanswered in a lot of ways even though i have prayed and i connected with god and i communicate with god and miracles happen in my life the question is still remain the question that why are things happening the way they are happening i mean there is there another way for things to happen don't we kind of go along with situations we see poverty around us and we just simply walk away from it and we don't really concern with it. It's not really our job. We walk away from homeless people. We walk away from people who are need, who are in need. And it's a normal behavior for us, but not for me. Not as a kid and not as an adult, it was never a normal behavior for me to walk away from something that I see. I had to see it I had to examine it I had to solve it you know and I try to solve problems for friends left and right I try to solve all the puzzles and help them smooth out their life undo the problem and I really believed in my heart that everything can be undone every obstacle can be um, dealt with and every puzzle can be undone You just have to give it time. You just have to think. You have to be patient. And you have to not rush into it. But instead examine it. Resolve it. And I examine the complexity of human mind uh, in people. That it tends to go back to what it knows. It tends to go back to what it practices. But... The real intelligence was not really around me. I mean, why does it go back and forth? That's not intelligence. The complexity would be into something going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and still looking for its meaning. And then asking the question and still finding complexity inside a situation but dealing with it and flowing with it i'm talking about any thought anything any obstacle any person that come across us um, anything that we deal with we don't simply just look at it as black and white but we look into the complexity of it i had a mind like that i've always had a mind like that where no matter if it's a person, if it's a situation, or if it's a complex emotion, or some be- something's behavior, I always try to undo it. I always try to figure out the complexity of it. And I find myself going inside it and almost getting lost into it to find the answers. That was my way of living. So it's almost like you fall into a black hole and you don't really have answers because you're going inside the black hole and they by the way they found the black hole scientists in the 2020 century 21st century found the black hole they know where it is and everything tends to just go there and disappears and nobody knows the end of it nobody knows where it's going so just to see this situation in front of us There's complexity of life that we do not understand. But yet, we walk around on this planet as if we know something. We don't know anything about this planet. We haven't even dig a hole in our backyard to see what's going to happen inside it. We're not allowed, you know. So, and the people who have that freedom, the geologists who, who do the research, you know, they have the freedom to examine the... Soil and to go inside the earth and dig out things. They do it for the research sake and they probably come up with their answers, more than answers. And then we learn from that, and mostly we learn from Google. Google teaches us everything, Google asks us everything, Google has all our information. That's another subject. Anyways, things becoming undone around here. How is it possible? I never thought that it was possible, that every single thing that I've been so curious about and was so complicated and I really couldn't figure them out, they will all of a sudden begin to come undone. Our whole environment begin to come undone and all because of one virus that spread through the whole world, COVID-19. That one Virus that spread made everything all our complexity of life come to a full pause for a while for the amount of at least two months the world stands still it's unheard of you never imagine that the world can stand still but people made many many Documentaries and they took pictures and they took, they clocked out the time where all the cities are paralyzed at the same time. All the countries are shut down at the same time. It was once upon a time, you see something like this once in your life, in your lifetime, that the whole world will come to a pause at the same time. Because the whole world was operating on its own timing, on its own culture, and on its own way. You could not say that Paris is going to shut down today because the U.S. is shut down. Paris keeps going. The life keeps going in Paris no matter what happens in the U.S. Or Italy is going to shut down. Italy was the busiest place. There's so much tourism going on. People eating food outside cafes. I mean, how can everything shut down simultaneously? It's not possible in my mind. It was not possible in my mind. Growing up in this environment and watching this movie for X amount of years, I would figure that this movie would continue on. But to my surprise, it began and... I think it was March 17 when U.S. um, locked down. And after that, one by one, every country was locked down. First country was um, Italy. But even before that, it was China. China locked down first. China was the first country, Wuhan, China, locked down first. And then Italy followed and they locked down their country and border and then US locked down and then the rest of the world locked down and we were at a moment of standing still we were standing still we could not move around to get groceries and eat but we were standing as a world we were standing still after that after couple months of observation and watching news and things um, being a chaos and hospitals being opening and numbers are going up for the COVID-19 and people trying to contain the disease, it was just very chaotic for people and then people were dying, people were dying left and right, it was almost like someone concluded life all at once, all at the same time. And people who were going to leave the world were just dying for no reason. They were dying from COVID-19. They were dying from accidents. They were just dying. And then this whole black cloud was going to go away slowly by slowly, little by little, where people begin to see the light and they begin, the people who are alive, the people who made it, begin to see the light and they will come out of their homes and slowly the lockdown will take place did take place and people start to have a new opening and it seems like they were living a brand new life and they were just coming out of their homes and it was going to be a new opening but the chaos and confusion didn't stop there As soon as people begin to live a normal life and they came out, these incidents took place where George Floyd was uh, killed by the police. And it just triggered something so strong in people. Such strong hatred and such strong passion in people and resentment in people that people got out of their homes and by the thousands they began protesting. This is after the world standing still for a long time and people dying. All of them came out at the same time protesting. And you could see the streets being filled with people, all kinds of people, carrying the flags and protesting signs of, I can't breathe for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And this movement became so big over a weekend, within a week, that the whole world began to follow it. It's amazing. And then protest took place in every state in America. And then protests begin to take place in other countries. And it began over here. So the conflict began over here, just like you know the virus began in Wuhan, China. The conflict began over here about racism and about police brutality and it was like a war between police and common people nobody was backing out police cars were being burned for the first time in history in in front of me at least and buildings were being burned and they were looting i've already been you know, over the subject and my other speeches, but it was the chaos that uh, you have never seen in life, you know. And police was moving forward, and people were being pushed, and then people were throwing things, and pe- police was being attacked. And one on one fights between police and people. And people were trying to prove a point that there is brutality amongst the police, and then police was trying to. Prove the point that we are the authority so and then the president ordered the army and military National guards to be deployed in all places in all states immediately and then the National Guard the people who fight a war a real war they're loaded They they have guns they have um, their trucks and they are told to just stand there. I mean this is the this is the army and the military and national guard who are actually prepared to fight a war were deployed in every state where there was violence. And just them being there made the people stop. There was curfew. I've never seen curfew in my state in California. There was curfew on the streets from 6 to 10, from 10 to 6 a.m., 6 to 6 a.m. There was curfew. There was all kinds of curfews going on in our city. So the point is that army was deployed. So the military was deployed. And because of that, people stopped and because of the curfew people stopped because of the law people stopped and the issues in society didn't get any better they became worse but people had to go back home and stay home because there was a fine for a thousand dollars and 90-day jail to break the law so I guess people are scared of these things they're not afraid of each other they're not afraid of getting hurt but they're afraid of paying the fine and going to jail so people stop and then there was a peaceful protest going on that's what they were told that they have to be peacefully protest so they begin protesting peacefully becoming undone so the the society became undone all the issues and all the things that people were holding back in society begin to come to the surface so as i'm standing still here because i'm i can't do anything i can't i can't work i can't go outside and i can't do anything i'm paralyzed i'm standing still watching all of this as society is becoming undone all the issues that we have are coming undone and Nobody's patient, nobody's willing to wait. People are fighting for it right now. They want the justice right now. They want the police reform right now. They want justice. And the government has to make decisions to adjust to that. So everything is coming undone. Federal government in front of people is losing its image. They have to create actions that support the people. They can't just move on and move forward with the country. They have to address the government. They have to address the people. They have to tell the people how things are going to be. And people are at the same time are not listening, but there are rules being made and things are becoming undone. Old issues that were buried for a long time uh, as People being questioned, people in the higher positions being questioned. Um, The money laundering that they did, the laws that they broke many years ago, 10 years ago, were coming undone all over again. And movie stars, you know, who paid for their kids' knowledge, for their kids' education, were being sent to jail. One of the biggest director, you know, is in jail already for um, abusing his rights and um, abusing the woman and sexually molesting them. And, uh, you know, all these kind of things Hollywood came undone. There's no production going on right now, you know. So the world is still coming undone. Everything is still coming undone. And everything that you look at, everything that you look at becomes undone. What is it that we are supposed to do as people? People who are used to of living a certain life. They were so used to of this picture, this scenery that was taking place. You know, beautiful places and clothes and things and travel and food. They became so used to of this movie that when the movie stopped it's really hard to cope with the true reality that we are here, we live on a planet, planet Earth and we have all kinds of people here and there's all kinds of issues, there's diseases, there's problems and what do we do with it? How do we solve these issues? How do we solve these problems? Because the fantasy is over, and things are becoming undone. How do we do it? We cannot move forward without addressing the questions. We cannot move forward without solving the problems, as if the problem is standing in front of us, and we must resolve the problem before we move forward, or before we could have a peaceful life. So people really didn't take any interest in living a peaceful life. They, As soon as they came out of their homes, they took interest in living these issues. It will be a long time before we can have peace. Before we can have uh, the life that we used to have. The normalcy in our life where things are normal and you could go outside And not have to worry about someone pushing your limits or catching a virus you know you could peacefully walk outside and live your life some people are actually living it and they're taking um, they're stealing the moments they're going into the forest and they're doing their thing uh, running away from the craziness of the city but Me, as an individual, I have to ask this question. What is going on in our society? And why now? Why not before? And how long is it going to last? And are people actually going to resolve their issues or they're just going to die for their issues? They're going to fight and die for their issues. So they call it revolution, but it's not revolution. It's really things becoming undone. In my imagination, that's what it seems like, that everything is becoming undone. The whole justice system is going to be undone. The whole police department is being undone. Hollywood was probably one of the first places to become undone where the corrupt people are caught after X amount of years. So many years went by and we watch all those movies directed by this guy who's in jail right now you know, so I don't want to mention any names because it's not about that subject, but Hollywood was becoming undone. A lot of things were becoming undone. There was a beginning of this whole incident. So as things become undone, I become more and more focused about life becoming undone. So all the things that we used to do, all the things that we did, we are able to see what that thing was made of, how out of control that thing can be, what the potential of it, what the potential of any situation is, how it can become undone, and we can see where the issues are in that thing. For example, wealth distribution. We can see it coming undone, how certain people had all the wealth and... Now people are actually struggling and you can see their struggle that other people have to help them. The government has to help the people because they really cannot go on and pay their rent and pay their bills and pay for food and actually survive as a community. So that whole system is becoming undone. The wealth distribution has to be equal somehow. But it's still not equal it's still not there yet because some people are getting bigger loans and they have bigger companies than some other people who are getting 200 and a thousand dollars so the whole wealth system is also going to become undone and is going to be redistributed but big companies are suffering and small companies are suffering so The suffering is the common denominator in both. But becoming undone is the fact that their position was, one was higher than the other. And the question is, how is it that you adjust yourself being in a lower position? And you look at the higher position people and you say, this is impossible for me. And they somehow made it, but I I can only do it on a small scale. So that mentality is also becoming undone. Where people will begin to see, I can do this too. Why should they have the privilege and not me? You know, so that's becoming undone. And social structure is becoming undone. The way things were socially structured, that some people are going to live in these neighborhoods, they're superior to you, and they're going to shop in these places, and they have the money to do so, and you're going to live in these neighborhoods, and you're going to be deprived of things, that is becoming undone. Social injustice is becoming undone, where socially some things are accepted, Uh, By law, some things are accepted that you can torture a person when you're arresting them. That's not acceptable in humanity. That's not acceptable by people. You should not, you must not, you must respect the person that you're arresting. And you must treat them gently. You, You must not arrest them and kill them on the spot. So all these things are becoming undone. Where the whole system has to be revised. The whole system is going to be revised. It's impossible that the system will continue the way it used to continue. So that's been undone. What else is going to be undone? What if it comes to the universal level, where our universe is undone? I mean, the thing that the scientists have been waiting for, something that I've been waiting for, to figure out what is happening. Why are we here? You know? As an intelligent human being, you ask that question. I mean, you have a choice to live a busy life. Most people busy themselves and forget about their problems or forget about life. But you walk around in the planet where if there was no gravity, you won't be walking around. So how long are we going to have gravity? When are we going to lose gravity? When are we going to lose the water in our planet or oxygen in our planet so we won't be able to survive. I mean, somehow this uh, this system is working for us. There are mechanical things in life that are operating on their own because we don't give any credit to God here. I give credit to God. I give all credit to God. That God created this earth. God created all these systems. And it's in the hand of God to continue this system or to destroy this system. And it's in the hand of earth to blow up or to remain intact. You know, there's a system in it. There's a system inside it. There's a DNA inside of us that determines what we're going to be. There is a DNA inside of uh, any chemical that's determining its, its structure of what the structure is going to be. Whether that land is going to become dry and then crack or it's going to remain wet and it's going to grow things that's a language within the soil there's language within the earth there's language within the earth there is programming where the oxygen is going to be how rich the oxygen is going to be how uh, wet the water is going to be how the planet is going to sustain itself basically We do not have authority over that the earth has the authority over us the earth will decide whether there is gravity or not whether there is oxygen or not whether the sun is closer to us or further from us the earth is going to decide the universe is going to decide there are some decisions that the universe will make that the mankind does not have in their hand what the scientists do is they try to figure out what something is they try to answer this question to the best of their knowledge that this is what it is but they don't create that thing they can combine things they can test things but they can't create the universe the universe was created by god the universe was created and it has its function And it probably has its life, just like we have a lifespan. And we are limited to that life. And one day we're going to pass on and we're going to die. We're growing old. We have no power over that. We grow old. So how is this thing going to be undone? How are we going to undone the universe when we haven't really created the universe? For some reason, it's going to be uh, laid out in front of us so we can see how it's becoming undone. Or the the big puzzle is going to be solved so we can see this was the life that we're living. And we were given this opportunity to live this life on this planet. And things were normal for X amount of years for us. And now they're no longer normal so this is not in our hand we have a we have a choice to destroy our air and land and cause um, pollution we have a choice to destroy it but we don't really have control over its functioning if you know what i mean so not to go too much into details with that but to see that even that can become undone and we stand still, as things become undone. Undoing life means that every single thing that you used to know, that used to function on its own and and seem normal to you, will begin to show its true colors and what it's made of. And you will witness in this 21st century, where you are standing, what your circumstances were, how things were structured and how they should be structured. And if the restructuring took place, you will see how the new plan comes together, how the new structure in our society comes together, how the new structure and wealth distribution comes together. How the new relationships between countries are formed and how the behavior of certain people is unacceptable and how the new way of creating new relations and new behavior is going to form. This is probably going to be in the hands of our new generation because we will struggle and die trying to resolve this issue and we probably will witness it as we are older in our older days where we would see this is how this thing became undone and now the new generation is living forward and there um the fr- the fruit has been you know created from that chaos and The new generation is basically going to enjoy the fruit. They're going to enjoy the new level of peace. They're going to enjoy the new level of uh, equal rights and equal opportunities. The question, the biggest question that arises from listening to all of this is, was that planned? Was that already planned for our generation? Was it planned that we will go through this struggle and we will... Uh, undo things or we will reconstruct them or was it just a random thing that happened to us or was it the time that was decided in the universe that in this time when things come to 2020 everything is going to become undone and be redone again so i'm still trying to answer this question How about you? I'm still waiting for that undoing. And I will continue to examine that and I will continue to talk about it. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about the undoing of life even further as I witness the undoing of life. And I think the undoing of life is not going to be a simple Resolution as to whether we should have equal rights or not. I think undoing of life is something bigger, something that no one in our entire generation has ever seen. And just to give you a hint, it has something to do with God appearing as the authority again, reminding the people that I am the God... Who created the universe, so in our next subject on a next chapter, that's what I'm going to discuss how the appearance of God will be revealed to people all over again, and the the power and the authority will be displaced and placed in the right position. Because this is the mystery. The reason why people don't believe it, because it's a mystery. Even in the time of other prophets, um, there was a question, why does God not reveal himself or herself or itself? So, Revelation. Revelation is the next subject that I'm going to discuss. And it will be based on much, much more research through different religions and I have been doing my homework on that but it's a different subject so I don't want to combine this subject with the undoing of life but undoing of life is an amazing um, thing to witness and you can learn a lot from it you can observe it and you could I would I would recommend to people just to remain sane uh, not to lose their mind and not to have psychological impacts on themselves is to really see it for what it is. See it for what it is and look at it as something that was waiting for a long time. And now you're finally seeing how it's becoming undone and how you're seeing the result of it. So it's a mystery being solved in a way. And see it for what it is. Observe it. So your observation is important. Observe things and see them for what they are. And find your place in that. Are you just an observer? You have a role to play or part to play. And not to exceed your limits. Not to move forward and get too involved in things. But to be assertive. To step back. Be assertive and watch. And if you connect, then connect with the positive way in a positive direction. So, and... If you're expressing something make sure your expression is clear loud and clear and without violence because you have to stand very clear in this chaos you have to know your position very well in this chaos otherwise you'll be wrapped up in the flow of negativity and you don't want to be wrapped up in the flow of negativity you want to really clarify your position and if you're a peaceful warrior if you represent peace then you clarify your position and you stand in that position and not to jump into any ideas or anything or any changes that are taking place outside in your environment because you will become a part of it and your cause will uh, not really flow it will be destroyed so it's this is the time to step back step back And observe. And not be emotional. Not contain your emotions. To have control over your emotions is to have power over this whole thing. Because if you become emotional, if your emotions are obvious and they're being controlled by the system or by people or by the situation, you will be wrapped up in the problem. It's like a grinder that's like pulling things in and you will be grinded. So step back. stay. step back and don't move forward. Don't move too much forward in life at this time. This is the time to stand still. And I'll tell you the reasons why you must stand still. Because things will impact you without your permission of them. You can be hurt, you can be um, grinded by this cause that's taking place. You could, you could be affected by the change that's taking place. So stand still. I will discuss furthermore about this subject of standing still and uh, the revelation of God in my next episode. Until then, uh, be safe take care of yourself and take care of your environment and be mindful of all your causes and all your reasons. God bless you. Hi, this is Homa Lara. Today is June 21st, 2020. Today's subject is decoding life. Once upon a time, we were all kids and we were growing up. Our parents had all the authority. There was environment around us. We really didn't understand the environment but we lived in it. We tried to figure out every single thing to see what it was, what it was made of, how it works. The world seems like this machinery to us that everything is just it's independent entity that it works on its own. There are buildings around us, somebody built them. There are um, companies, big companies, somebody built them. There are people living their life. They have things. Somehow they're getting them. There were simple individuals around us and complex individual around us and angry individuals around us and beautiful individuals around us and we looked at all of them and all of the things around us in awe we were kids we couldn't really figure it out we couldn't really decode anything but we were trying even as kids we were trying to figure things out i remember my brother my little brother trying to open up this radio and trying to see what's inside the radio and he would spend hours just undoing the radio and then putting it together and he wanted to see what was inside the radio and i was curious about other things i was curious about the mind of people why do they act like this why do they think like this why did this person go here and did this so as a as a kid, I was just curious in my environment. And for some reason, I felt really strange in my environment. As a kid, I've always felt strange. I was very quiet all the time because nothing around me really made sense. It was more like there was a film playing, you know, people did what they did. And there was no obvious reasons for why they were doing what they're doing almost like i needed explanations from my parents and from my surrounding as to why we are here what are we doing we wake up we do this and, we, and then we go to sleep we eat we sleep we go places but this is life so I heard from people this is how life is but still I was not satisfied I was I kept moving forward in life even as a kid I kept moving forward in life and kept asking the questions and then trying to answer the questions on my own and for some reason I knew that nobody had all the answers so if I asked somebody about the stars, about the moon, about why the sun comes out, why the water is what it is. Nobody had the answer. Who is God? No one had the answers. But the life was gonna keep going and the difficulties around us were coming at us in different shapes and forms. And it was like our job to solve and resolve every single obstacle that come to us but it never made sense to me why do we have obstacles why do we have bacteria that we have to keep cleaning in our life so we won't get sick i mean why do we have these difficulties that was the question i walked around with a question mark as a kid and i barely got any answers from anybody and i had to walk forward in life and just trust my instincts and trust what was in front of me and blindly follow my faith. And my faith brought me on my own, independently. Because when other people made decisions that I knew were not on my behalf any good, I realized that I'm surrounded by people who are not thinking Um critically who are not thinking emotionally who are not thinking on behalf of me and even as a kid I knew that the right thing to do is to walk away from what is happening in my life and I walked away for the bigger and better life for the independent life for my own answers for my own questions and my quest brought me to another land. It was a long flight coming to in America. But the minute I arrived here, I realized that everything is different. The whole area is different. The way people are, is different. Um, bigger highways, big places. And as a kid, I was really, I was a teenager and I was really fascinated by everything I saw it was like in the middle of the street I'm standing and there's cars going by and I'm looking them go back and forth and I'm in awe of what I see because I'm a kid and people are already living their life people already have things so the next goal was to figure out how to build the life how to make things happen my point is that as kids, we don't know our surrounding, but we're born with a question. We're born with instincts and we're born with a certain knowledge. What the world is trying to tell us and what we know, we try to figure it out. We try to mash things. We try to undo things. And my path, led me to a very independent life where I kept asking the question and kept figuring out situation. And every obstacle that came to me, I had to undo that obstacle and figure it out for myself and undo the problem And because it was causing difficulty in my life. Whether it was building a career or meeting people and communicating with them or figuring out why people are acting the way they're acting, Or answering the bigger question, what is God? I kept undoing all these obstacles and all these puzzles. And it has brought me to this point where, just recently in the 2020, the biggest puzzle is begin to come undone. The life that we call in our surrounding, the life in the world the way people were living. There were different countries and everybody was living and traveling and um, being happy and spending money and marrying each other and divorcing each other and relationships and different groups of people. Some do these things, some do the right things. Some are righteous and some are not righteous. Some are violent and some are not violent the bad things in our environment. I was observing all of it, and I was still standing in the middle of it because I didn't want to connect with any of it. And the reason why is because my question to find God was still unanswered in a lot of ways. Even though I have prayed and I connected with God and I communicate with God, and miracles happen in my life, the question is still remain the question that why are things happening the way they are happening? I mean there is there another way for things to happen? Don't we kinda go along with situations? We see poverty around us and we just simply walk away from it and we don't really concern with it. It's not really our job. We walk away from homeless people. We walk away from people who are need who are in need. And it's a normal behavior for us, but not for me. Not as a kid and not as an adult, it was never a normal behavior for me to walk away from something that I see. I had to see it. I had to examine it. I had to solve it, you know. And I try to solve problems for friends, left and right. I try to solve all the puzzles and help them smooth out their life, undo the problem. And I really believed in my heart that everything can be undone. Every obstacle can be um, dealt with and every puzzle can be undone. You just have to give it time. You just have to think, you have to be patient and you have to not rush into it, but instead examine it, resolve it. And I examined the complexity of human mind uh, in people that it tends to go back to what it knows. It tends to go back to what it practice. But the real intelligence was not really around me. I mean, why does it go back and forth? That's not intelligence. The complexity would be into something going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and still looking for its meaning and then asking the question and still finding complexity inside a situation but dealing with it and flowing with it. I'm talking about any thought, anything, any obstacle, any person that come across us um, anything that we deal with we don't simply just look at it as black and white but we look into the complexity of it i had a mind like that i've always had a mind like that where no matter if it's a person if it's a situation or if it's a complex emotion or some be- something's behavior i always try to undo it i always try to figure out the complexity of it and i find myself going inside it and almost getting lost into it to find the answers that was my way of living so it's almost like you fall into a black hole and you don't really have answers because you're going inside the black hole and they by the way they found the black hole scientists in the 2020 century 21st century found the black hole they know where it is And everything tends to just go there and disappears. And nobody knows the end of it. Nobody knows where it's going. So just to see this situation in front of us, there's complexity of life that we do not understand. But yet, we walk around on this planet as if we know something. We don't know anything about this planet. We haven't even dig a hole in our backyard to see what's going to happen inside it we're not allowed you know so and the people who have that freedom the geologists who who do the research you know they have the freedom to examine the soil and to go inside the earth and dig out things they do it for the research sake and they probably come up with their answers more than answers and Then we learn from that, and mostly we learn from Google. Google teaches us everything. Google asks us everything. Google has all our information. That's another subject. Anyways, things becoming undone around here. How is it possible? I never thought that it was possible, that every single thing that I've been so curious about and was so complicated and I really couldn't figure them out, they will all of a sudden begin to come undone. Our whole environment began to come undone and all because of one virus that spread through the whole world, COVID-19. That one virus that spread made everything, all our complexity of life come to a full pause for a while for the amount of at least two months the world stands still it's unheard of you never imagine that the world can stand still but people made many many documentaries and they took pictures and they took they clocked out the time where all the cities are paralyzed at the same time All the countries are shut down at the same time. It was once upon a time. You see something like this once in your life, in your lifetime, that the whole world will come to a pause at the same time because the whole world was operating on its own timing, on its own culture, and on its own way. You could not say that Paris is going to shut down today because um, U.S. is shut down. Paris keeps going. The life keeps going in Paris no matter what happens in the U.S. Or Italy is going to shut down. Italy was the busiest place. There's so much tourism going on. People eating food outside cafes. I mean, how can everything shut down simultaneously? It's not possible in my mind. It was not possible in my mind growing up in this environment and watching this movie for X amount of years. I would figure that this movie would continue on. But to my surprise, it began, and I think it was March 17 when U.S. Um, locked And after that, one by one, every country was locked down. first country was um, Italy, but even before that, it was China. China locked down first. China was the first country, Wuhan, China, locked down first. And then Italy followed, and they locked down their country and border and then u s locked down, and then the rest of the world locked down, and we were at a moment of standing still. We were standing still, we couldn't move around to get groceries and eat, but we were standing as a world we were standing still after that, after a couple months of observation and watching news and things um being a chaos and hospitals being opening and numbers are going up for the COVID-19 and people trying to contain the disease. It was just very chaotic for people and then people were dying. People were dying left and right. It was almost like someone concluded life all at once, all at the same time. And people who were going to leave the world were just dying for no reason. They were dying from COVID-19. They were dying from accidents. They were just dying. And then this whole black cloud was going to go away slowly by slowly, little by little, where people begin to see the light, and they begin, the people who are alive, the people who made it, begin to see the light, and they will come out of their homes. And slowly, the lockdown, will take place did take place and people start to have a new opening and it seems like they were living a brand new life and they were just coming out of their homes and it was going to be a new opening but the chaos and confusion didn't stop there as soon as people begin to live a normal life and they came out These incidents took place where George Floyd was uh, killed by the police. And it just triggered something so strong in people, such strong hatred and such strong passion in people and resentment in people that people got out of their homes. And by the thousands, they began protesting. This is after the world standing still. a long time and people dying all of them came out at the same time protesting and you could see the streets being filled with people all kinds of people carrying the flags and protesting signs of I can't breathe for George Floyd and black lives matter and this movement became so big over a weekend within a week that the whole world began to follow it. It's amazing. And then protest took place in every state in America. And then protests began to take place in other countries. And it began over here. So the conflict began over here, just like, you know, the virus began in Wuhan, China. The conflict began over here about racism and about police brutality. And it was like a war between police and common people nobody was backing out police cars were being burned for the first time in history in in front of me at least and buildings were being burned and they were looting i've already been you know over this subject in my other speeches but It was the chaos that uh, you have never seen in life, you know, and police was moving forward and people were being pushed and then people were throwing things and police was being attacked. And one-on-one fights between police and people. And people were trying to prove a point that there is brutality amongst the police. And then police was trying to prove the point that we are the authority. So, and then the president ordered the army and military National Guards to be deployed in all places in all states immediately. And then the National Guard, the people who fight a war, a real war, they're loaded, they're, they have guns, they have um, their trucks, and they are told to just stand there. I mean this is the this is the army and the military and national guard who are actually prepared to fight a war were deployed in every state where there was violence and just them being there made the people stop there was curfew I've never seen curfew in my state in California there was curfew on the streets From 6 to 10, from 10 to 6 a.m., 6 to 6 a.m., there was curfew. There was all kinds of curfews going on in our city. So the point is that army was deployed. So the military was deployed. And because of that, people stopped. And because of the curfew, people stopped. Because of the law, people stopped. And... The issues in society didn't get any better. They became worse. But people had to go back home and stay home because there was a fine for $1,000 and 90-day jail to break the law. So I, I guess people are scared of these things. They're not afraid of each other. They're not afraid of getting hurt, but they're afraid of paying the fine and going to jail. So people stopped. And then there was... Uh, peaceful protest going on that's what they were told that they have to be peacefully protest so they begin protesting peacefully becoming undone so the the society became undone all the issues and all the things that people were holding back in society begin to come to the surface so as i'm standing still here because i'm i can't do anything i can't I can't work, I can't go outside and I can't do anything, I'm paralyzed. I'm standing still watching all of this as society is becoming undone, all the issues that we have are coming undone and nobody's patient, nobody's willing to wait. People are fighting for it right now, they want the justice right now, they want the police reform right now, they want justice. And the government has to make decisions to adjust to that. So, everything is coming undone. Federal government in front of people is losing its image. They have to create actions that support the people. They can't just move on and move forward with the country. They have to address the government. They have to address the people they have to tell the people how things are going to be. And people are at the same time are not listening, but there are rules being made and things are becoming undone. Old issues that were buried for a long time, uh, as people being questioned, people in the higher positions being questioned, um, the money laundering that they did, the laws that they broke many years ago, 10 years ago, were coming undone all over again, and movie stars, you know, who paid for their kids' knowledge, for their kids' education, was being sent to jail, one of the biggest director, you know, is in jail already for um, abusing his rights, and Um, abusing the woman and sexually molesting them and, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Hollywood came undone. There's no production going on right now, you know. So, the world is still coming undone. Everything is still coming undone. And everything that you look at, everything that you look at, becomes undone. What is it that we are supposed to do as people people who are used to of living a certain life they were so used to of this picture this scenery that was taking place you know beautiful places and clothes and things and travel and food they became so used to of this movie that when the movie stopped it's really hard to cope with the true reality but we are here, we live on a planet, planet Earth, and we have all kinds of people here, and we, there's all kinds of issues, there's diseases, there's problems, and what do we do with it? How do we solve these issues? How do we solve these problems? Because the fantasy is over, and things are becoming undone. How do we do it? We cannot move forward without addressing the questions. We cannot move forward without solving the problems. As if the problem is standing in front of us. And we must resolve the problem before we move forward or before we could have a peaceful life. So people really didn't take any interest in living a peaceful life. They, As soon as they came out of their homes, they took interest in living these issues. It will be a long time before we can have peace, before we can have uh, the life that we used to have, the normalcy in our life where things are normal and you could go outside and not have to worry about someone pushing your limits or catching a virus. You know, you could peacefully walk outside and live your life. Some people are actually living it, and they're taking, um, they're stealing the moments. They're going into the forest, and they're doing their thing, uh, running away from the craziness of the city. But me, as an individual, I have to ask this question. What is going on in our society? And why now? Why not before? And how long is it going to last? And are people actually going to resolve their issues or they're just going to die for their issues? They're going to fight and die for their issues. So they call it revolution, but it's not revolution. It's really things becoming undone. In my imagination, that's what it seems like, that everything is becoming undone. The whole justice system is going to be undone. The whole police department is being undone. The Hollywood was probably one of the first places to be, become undone where the corrupt people are caught after X amount of years. So many years go, went by and we watch all those movies directed by this guy who's in jail right now, you know. So I don't want to mention any names because it's not about that subject, but... Hollywood was becoming undone. A lot of things were becoming undone. There was a beginning of this whole incident. So as things become undone, I become more and more focused about life becoming undone. So all the things that we used to do, all the things that we did, we are able to see what that thing was made of, how out of control that thing can be, what the potential of it, what the potential of any situation is, how it can become undone and we can see where the issues are in that thing. For example, wealth distribution. We can see it coming undone, how certain people had all the wealth and now people are actually struggling and you can see their struggle that other people have to help them. The government has to help the people because they really cannot go on and pay their rent and pay their bills and pay for food and actually survive as a community. So that whole system is becoming undone. The wealth distribution has to be equal somehow, but it's still not equal. It's still not there yet because some people are getting bigger loans and they have bigger companies than some other people who are getting two hundred and a thousand dollars. So the whole wealth system is also going to become undone and is going to be redistributed. But big companies are suffering and small companies are suffering. So the suffering is the common denominator in both. But becoming undone is the fact that their position was, one was higher than the other. And the question is, how is it that you adjust yourself being in a lower position? And you look at the higher position people and you say, this is impossible for me. And they somehow made it, but I I can only do it on a small scale. So that mentality is also becoming undone. Where people will begin to see, I can do this too. Why should they have the privilege and not me? You know, so that's becoming undone. And social structure is becoming undone. The way things were socially structured, that some people are going to live in these neighborhoods, they're superior to you and they're going to shop in these places and they have the money to do so and you're going to live in these neighborhoods and you're going to be deprived of things. That is becoming undone. Social injustice is becoming undone, where socially some things are accepted uh, by law. Some things are accepted that you can torture a person when you're arresting them. That's not acceptable in humanity. That's not acceptable by people. You should not, you must not, you must respect the person that you're arresting. And you must treat them gently. You, you must not arrest them and kill them on the spot. So all these things are becoming undone where the whole system has to be revised the whole system is going to be revised it's impossible that the system will continue the way it used to continue so that's been undone what else is going to be undone what if it comes to the universal level where our universe is undone. I mean, the thing that the scientists have been waiting for, something that I've been waiting for, to figure out what is happening? Why are we here? You know, as an intelligent human being, you ask that question. I mean, you have a choice to live a busy life. Most people busy themselves and forget about their problems, or forget about life. But you walk around in the planet where if there was no gravity, you won't be walking around. So how long are we going to have gravity? When are we going to lose gravity? When are we going to lose the water in our planet or oxygen in our planet? So we won't be able to survive. I mean, somehow this uh, this system is working for us. There are mechanical things in life that are operating on their own because we don't give any credit to God here. I give credit to God. I give all credit to God that God created this earth. God created all these systems. And it's in the hand of God to continue this system or to destroy this system. And it's in the hand of earth to blow up or to remain intact. You know, there's a system in it. There's a system inside it. There's a DNA inside of us. That determines what we're going to be. There is a DNA inside of uh, any chemical that's determining its, its structure of what the structure is going to be. Whether that land is going to become dry and then crack or it's going to remain wet and it's going to grow things. That's a language within the soil. There's language. Within the earth, there is language. Within the earth, there is programming. Where the oxygen is going to be, how rich the oxygen is going to be, how uh, wet the water is going to be, how the planet is going to sustain itself, basically. We do not have authority over that. The earth has the authority over us. The earth will decide whether there is gravity or not, whether there is oxygen or not, whether the sun is closer to us or further from us, the earth is going to decide, the universe is going to decide. There are some decisions that the universe will make that the mankind does not have in their hand. What the scientists do is they try to figure out what something is, They try to answer this question to the best of their knowledge that this is what it is. But they don't create that thing. They can combine things. They can test things, but they can't create the universe. The universe was created by God. The universe was created, and it has its function. And it probably has its life, just like we have a lifespan. And we are limited to that life. And one day we're going to pass on and we're going to die. We're growing old. We have no power over that. We grow old. So how is this thing going to be undone? How are we going to undone the universe when we haven't really created the universe? For some reason, it's going to be uh, laid out in front of us so we can see how it's becoming undone or the the big puzzle is going to be solved so we can see this was the life that we we're living and we were given this opportunity to live this life on this planet and things were normal for x amount of years for us and now they're no longer normal so this is not in our hand. We have a a choice to destroy our air and land and cause um, pollution. We have a choice to destroy it, but we don't really have control over its functioning, if you know what I mean. So, not to go too much into details with that, but to see that even that can become undone. And we stand still as things become undone. Undoing life means that every single thing that you used to know, that used to function on its own and and seem normal to you, will begin to show its true colors and what it's made of. And you will witness in this 21st century where you were standing, what your circumstances were, how things were structured, and how they should be structured. And if the restructuring took place, you will see how the new plan comes together, how the new structure in our society comes together, how the new structure and wealth distribution comes together, how the new relationships between countries are formed, and how the behavior of certain people is unacceptable, and how the new way of creating new relations and new behavior is going to form. This is probably going to be in the hands of our new generation because we will struggle and die trying to resolve this issue, and we probably will witness it as we are older in our older days where we would see this is how this thing became undone and now the new generation is living forward and there um the the fruit has been you know created from that chaos and the new generation is basically going to enjoy the fruit They're going to enjoy the new level of peace. They're going to enjoy the new level of uh, equal rights and equal opportunities. The question, the biggest question that arises from listening to all of this is, was that planned? Was that already planned for our generation? Was it planned that we will go through this struggle and we will um, undo things or we will reconstruct them? Or was it just a random thing that happened to us? Or was it the time that was decided in the universe that in this time, when things come to 2020, everything is going to become undone and be redone again? So I'm still trying to answer this question. How about you? I'm still waiting for that undoing. And I will continue to examine that and I will continue to talk about it. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about the undoing of life even further as I witness the undoing of life. And I think the undoing of life is not going to be a simple resolution as to whether we should have equal rights or not. I think undoing of life is something bigger, something that no one in our entire generation has ever seen. And just to give you a hint, it has something to do with God appearing as the authority again, reminding the people that I am the God who created the universe. So in our next subject on uh next chapter that's what i'm going to discuss how the appearance of god will be revealed to people all over again and the the power and the authority will be displaced and placed in the right position because this is the mystery the reason why people don't believe it because it's a mystery even in the time of other prophets Um, There was a question, why does God not reveal himself or herself or itself? So, revelation. Revelation is the next subject that I'm going to discuss. And it will be based on much, much more research through different religions. And I have been doing my homework on that. But it's a different subject, so I don't want to combine this subject with the undoing of life. But undoing of life is an amazing um, thing to witness, and you can learn a lot from it. You can observe it and you could I, I would recommend to people just to remain sane, uh, not to lose their mind and not to have psychological impacts on themselves, is to really see it for what it is see it for what it is and look at it as something that was waiting for a long time and now you're finally seeing how it's becoming undone and how you're seeing the result of it so it's a mystery being solved in a way and see it for what it is observe it so your observation is important observe things and see them for what they are and find your place in that are you just an observer or you have a role to play or part to play and not to exceed your limits not to move forward and get too involved in things but to be assertive to step back be assertive and watch and if you connect then connect with the positive way in a positive direction so and if you're expressing something make sure your expression is clear loud and clear and without violence because you have to stand very clear in this chaos you have to know your position very well in this chaos otherwise you'll be wrapped up in the flow of negativity and you don't want to be wrapped up in the flow of negativity you want to really clarify your position and if you're a peaceful warrior if you represent peace then you clarify your position and you stand in that position and not to jump into any ideas or anything or any changes that are taking place outside in your environment because you will become a part of it and your cause will uh, not really flow it will be destroyed so it's this is the time to step back step back and observe and not be emotional Not contain your emotions. To have control over your emotions is to have power over this whole thing. Because if you become emotional, if your emotions are obvious and they're being controlled by the system or by people or by the situation, you will be wrapped up in the problem. It's like a grinder that's like pulling things in and you will be grinded. So step back. Say step back and don't move forward don't move too much forward in life at this time this is the time to stand still and I'll tell you the reasons why you must stand still because things will impact you without your permission of them you can be hurt you can be grinded by this cause that's taking place you could you could be affected by the change that's taking place so stand still i will discuss furthermore about this subject of standing still and uh, the revelation of god in my next episode until then uh, be safe take care of yourself and take care of your environment and be mindful of all your causes and all your reasons god bless you Hi, this is Homalara. Today is June 21st, 2020. Today's subject is decoding life. Once upon a time, we were all kids, and we were growing up. Our parents had all the authority. There was environment around us. We really didn't understand the environment, but we lived in it. We try to figure out every single thing, to see what it was, what it was made of, how it works. The world seems like this machinery to us, that everything is just, it's independent entity, that it works on its own. There are buildings around us, somebody built them. There are um, companies, big companies, somebody built them. There are people living their life. They have things. Somehow they're getting them. There were simple individuals around us and complex individuals around us and angry individuals around us and beautiful individuals around us. And we looked at all of them and all of the things around us in awe. We were kids. We couldn't really figure it out. We couldn't really decode anything but we were trying even as kids we were trying to figure things out i remember my brother my little brother trying to open up this radio and trying to see what's inside the radio and he would spend hours just undoing the radio and then putting it together and he wanted to see what was inside the radio And I was curious about other things. I was curious about the mind of people. Why do they act like this? Why do they think like this? Why did this person go here and did this? So as a a kid, I was just curious in my environment. And for some reason, I felt really strange in my environment. As a kid, I've always felt strange. I was very quiet all the time because nothing around me really made sense it was more like there was a film playing you know people did what they did and there was no obvious reasons for why they were doing what they're doing almost like i needed explanations from my parents and from my surrounding as to why we are here what are we doing we wake up we do this and and then we go to sleep we eat, we sleep, we go places, but this is life, so I heard from people. This is how life is, but still I was not satisfied. I, was, I kept moving forward in life, even as a kid, I kept moving forward in life and kept asking the questions and then trying to answer the questions on my own. And for some reason, I knew that nobody had all the answers. So if I asked somebody about the stars, about the moon, about why the sun comes out, why the water is what it is, nobody had the answer. Who is God? No one had the answers. But the life was going to keep going and The difficulties around us were coming at us in different shapes and forms. And it was like our job to solve and resolve every single obstacle that come to us. But it never made sense to me. Why do we have obstacles? Why do we have bacteria that we have to keep cleaning in our life so we won't get sick? I mean, why do we have these difficulties? That was the question. I walked around with a question mark as a kid and I barely got any answers from anybody and I had to walk forward in life and just trust my instincts and trust what was in front of me and blindly follow my faith. And my faith brought me on my own independently because when other people made decisions that I knew were not on my behalf any good I realized that I'm surrounded by people who are not thinking um, critically who are not thinking emotionally who are not thinking on behalf of me and even as a kid I knew that the right thing to do is to walk away from what is happening in my life and I walked away for the bigger and better life, for the independent life, for my own answers for my own questions. And my quest brought me to another land. It was a long flight coming to in America. But the minute I arrived here, I realized that everything is different. The whole area is different the way people are it's different um bigger highways big places and as a kid i was really i was a teenager and i was really fascinated by everything i saw it was like in the middle of the street i'm standing and there's cars going by and i'm looking them go back and forth and i'm in awe of what i see because i'm a kid and people are already living their life people already have things so the next goal was to figure out how to build the life how to make things happen my point is that as kids we don't know our surrounding but we are born with a question we're born with instincts and we're born with uh, certain knowledge. What the world is trying to tell us and what we know, we try to figure it out, we try to match things, we try to undo things. And my path led me to a very independent life where I kept asking the question and kept figuring out the situation and every obstacle that came to me, I had to undo that obstacle and figure it out for myself and undo the problem. And because it was causing difficulty in my life, whether it was building a career or meeting people and communicating with them or figuring out why people are acting the way they're acting or answering the bigger question, what is God? I kept undoing all these obstacles and all these puzzles. And it has brought me to this point where just recently in the 2020, the biggest puzzle is begin to come undone. The life that we call in our surrounding, the life in the world the way people were living. There were different countries and everybody was living and traveling and um, being happy and spending money and marrying each other and divorcing each other and relationships and different groups of people. Some do these things, some do the right things. Some are righteous and some are not righteous. Some are violent and some are not violent the bad things in our environment I was observing all of it and I was still standing in the middle of it because I didn't want to connect with any of it and the reason why is because my question to find God was still unanswered in a lot of ways even though I have prayed and I connected with God and I communicate with God and miracles happen in my life the question is still remain, the question that why are things happening the way they are happening? I mean, there, is there another way for things to happen? Don't we kind of go along with situations? We see poverty around us and we just simply walk away from it and we don't really concern with it. It's not really our job. We walk away from homeless people. We walk away from people who are need, who are in need. And it's a normal behavior for us, but not for me. Not as a kid and not as an adult, it was never a normal behavior for me to walk away from something that I see. I had to see it, I had to examine it, I had to solve it, you know? And I try to solve problems for friends, left and right. I try to solve all the puzzles and help them smooth out their life, undo the problem. And I really believed in my heart that everything can be undone. Every obstacle can be uh, dealt with and every puzzle can be undone. You just have to give it time, you just have to think, you have to be patient and you have to not rush into it, but instead examine it, resolve it. And I examined the complexity of human mind uh, in people that it tends to go back to what it knows, it tends to go back to what it practice, but the real intelligence was not really around me. I mean, why does it go back and forth? That's not intelligence. The complexity would be into something going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, and still looking for its meaning, and then asking the question, and still finding complexity inside a situation, but dealing with it and flowing with it. I'm talking about any thought, anything, any obstacle, any person that come across us, anything that we deal with. We don't simply just look at it as black and white, but we look into the complexity of it. I had a mind like that. I've always had a mind like that, where no matter if it's a person, if it's a situation, or if it's a complex emotion or some be- something's behavior, I always try to undo it. I always try to figure out the complexity of it. And I find myself going inside it, and almost getting lost into it to find the answers. That was my way of living. So it's almost like you fall into a black hole and you don't really have answers because you're going inside the black hole and they, by the way, they found the black hole. Scientists in the 2020 century, 21st century, found the black hole. They know where it is. And everything tends to just go there and disappears. And nobody knows the end of it. Nobody knows where it's going. So just to see this situation in front of us, this complexity of life that we do not understand. But yet we walk around on this planet as if we know something. We don't know anything about this planet we haven't even dig a hole in our backyard to see what's going to happen inside it we're not allowed you know so and the people who have that freedom the geologists who who do the research you know they have the freedom to examine the soil and to go inside the earth and dig out things they do it for the research sake and they probably come up with their answers more than answers and then we learn from that, and mostly we learn from Google. Google teaches us everything, Google asks us everything, Google has all our information. That's another subject. Anyways, things becoming undone around here. How is it possible? I never thought that it was possible that every single thing that I've been so curious about and was so complicated, and I really couldn't figure them out, they will all of a sudden begin to come undone. Our whole environment began to come undone, and all because of one virus that spread through the whole world, COVID-19. That one virus that spread made everything, all our complexity of life, Come to a full pause for a while, for the amount of at least two months, the world stands still. It's unheard of. You never imagine that the world can stand still. But people made many, many documentaries and they took pictures and they, took, they clocked out the time where all the cities are paralyzed at the same time all the countries are shut down at the same time. It was once upon a time, you see something like this once in your life, in your lifetime, that the whole world will come to a pause at the same time because the whole world was operating on its own timing, on its own culture and on its own way. You could not say that Paris is gonna shut down today because um, US is shut down. Paris keeps going, the life keeps going in Paris no matter what happens in US. Or Italy is gonna shut down. Italy was the busiest place. There's so much tourism going on. People eating food outside cafes. I mean, how can everything shut down simultaneously? It's not possible in my mind. It was not possible in my mind growing up in this environment and watching this movie for X amount of years. I would figure that this movie would continue on. But to my surprise, it began and I think it was March 17, when U.S. Um, locked down. And after that, one by one, every country was locked down. first country was um, Italy, but even before that, it was China. China locked down first. China was the first country, Wuhan, China, locked down first. And then Italy followed, and they locked down their country and border and then u s locked down, and then the rest of the world locked down, and we were at a moment of standing still. We were standing still. We couldn't move around to get groceries and eat, but we were standing as a world we were standing still after that, after a couple months of observation and watching news and things um being a chaos and hospitals being opening and numbers are going up for the COVID-19 and people trying to contain the disease. It was just very chaotic for people. And then people were dying. People were dying left and right. It was almost like someone concluded life all at once, all at the same time. And people who were going to leave the world were just dying for no reason. They were dying from COVID-19. They were dying from accidents. They were just dying. And then this whole black cloud was going to go away slowly by slowly, little by little, where people begin to see the light and they begin, the people who are alive, the people who made it, begin to see the light and they will come out of their homes. And slowly the lockdown will take place did take place and people start to have a new opening and it seems like they were living a brand new life and they were just coming out of their homes and it was going to be a new opening but the chaos and confusion didn't stop there as soon as people begin to live a normal life and they came out These incidents took place where George Floyd was uh, killed by the police and it just triggered something so strong in people, such strong hatred and such strong passion in people and resentment in people that people got out of their homes and by the thousands they began protesting. This is after the world standing still for a long time and people dying. All of them came out at the same time protesting and you could see the streets being filled with people, all kinds of people carrying the flags and protesting signs of, I can't breathe for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And this movement became so big over a weekend, within a week, that the whole world begin to follow it it's amazing and then protest took place in every state in America and then protests begin to take place in other countries and it began over here so the conflict began over here just like you know the virus began in Wuhan China the conflict began over here about racism and about police brutality and it was like a war between police and common people. Nobody was backing out. Police cars were being burned for the first time in history, in in front of me at least. And buildings were being burned, and they were looting. I've already been, you know, over this subject in my other speeches, but. It was the chaos that uh, you have never seen in life, you know, and police was moving forward, and people were being pushed, and then people were throwing things, and police was being attacked. And one-on-one fights between police and people. And people were trying to prove a point that there is brutality amongst the police. And then police was trying to prove the point that we are the authority. So, and then the president ordered the army and military, National Guards, to be deployed in all places in all states immediately. And then the National Guard, the people who fight a war, a real war, they're loaded, they're, they have guns, they have um, their trucks, and they are told to just stand there. I mean this is the this is the army and the military and national guard who are actually prepared to fight a war were deployed in every state where there was violence and just them being there made the people stop there was curfew I've never seen curfew in my state in California there was curfew on the streets from 6 to 10, from 10 to 6 a.m., 6 to 6 a.m., there was curfew. There was all kinds of curfews going on in our city. So the point is that army was deployed. So the military was deployed. And because of that, people stopped. And because of the curfew, people stopped. Because of the law, people stopped. And... The issues in society didn't get any better. They became worse, but people had to go back home and stay home because there was a fine for $1,000 and 90 day jail to break the law. So I, I guess people are scared of these things. They're not afraid of each other. They're not afraid of getting hurt, but they're afraid of paying the fine and going to jail. So people stopped and then there was uh, peaceful protest going on. That's what they were told that they have to be peacefully protest. So they begin protesting peacefully, becoming undone. So the the society became undone. All the issues and all the things that people were holding back in society begin to come to the surface. So as I'm standing still here because I'm I can't do anything. I can't. I can't work, I can't go outside and I can't do anything. I'm paralyzed. I'm standing still, watching all of this. As society is becoming undone, all the issues that we have are coming undone. And nobody's patient. Nobody's willing to wait. People are fighting for it right now. They want the justice right now. They want the police reform right now. They want justice. And the government has to make decisions to adjust to that. So everything is coming undone. Federal government in front of people is losing its image. They have to create actions that support the people. They can't just move on and move forward with the country. They have to address the government. They have to address the people. They have to tell the people how things are going to be. And people are at the same time are not listening. But there are rules being made and things are becoming undone. Old issues that were buried for a long time uh, as people being questioned, people in the higher positions being questioned, um, the money laundering that they did, the laws that they broke many years ago, 10 years ago, were coming undone all over again and movie stars you know who paid for their kids knowledge for their kids education was being sent to jail one of the biggest director you know is in jail already for um abusing his rights and Um, abusing the woman and sexually molesting them and, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Uh, Hollywood came undone. There's no production going on right now, you know. So, the world is still coming undone. Everything is still coming undone. And everything that you look at, everything that you look at becomes undone. What... Is it that we are supposed to do as people? People who are used to of living a certain life. They were so used to of this picture, this scenery that was taking place. You know, beautiful places and clothes and things and travel and food. They became so used to of this movie that when the movie stopped, it's really hard to cope with the true reality. That we are here, we live in a planet, planet Earth, and we have all kinds of people here, and there's all kinds of issues, there's diseases, there's problems, and what do we do with it? How do we solve these issues? How do we solve these problems? Because the fantasy is over, and things are becoming undone. How do we do it? We cannot move forward without addressing the questions. We cannot move forward without solving the problems. As if the problem is standing in front of us. And we must resolve the problem before we move forward or before we could have a peaceful life. So people really didn't take any interest in living a peaceful life. They, as soon as they came out of their homes, they took interest in living these issues. It will be a long time before we can have peace, before we can have uh, the life that we used to have, the normalcy in our life where things are normal and you could go outside and not have to worry about someone pushing your limits or catching a virus. You know, you could peacefully walk outside and live your life. Some people are actually living it, and they're taking, um, they're stealing the moments. They're going into the forest, and they're doing their thing, uh, running away from the craziness of the city. But me, as an individual, I have to ask this question, what is going on in our society, and why now, why not before? And how long is it going to last? And are people actually going to resolve their issues or they're just going to die for their issues? They're going to fight and die for their issues. So they call it revolution, but it's not revolution. It's really things becoming undone. In my imagination, that's what it seems like, that everything is becoming undone. The whole justice system is going to be undone the whole police department is being undone hollywood was probably one of the first places to be, become undone where the corrupt people are caught after x amount of years so many years go went by and we watch all those movies directed by this guy who's in jail right now you know so i don't want to mention any names because it's not about that subject but Hollywood was becoming undone, a lot of things were becoming undone, there was a beginning of this whole incident. So as things become undone, I become more and more focused about life becoming undone. So all the things that we used to do, all the things that we did, we are able to see what that thing was made of, how out of control that thing can be. What the potential of it, what the potential of any situation is. How it can become undone and we can see where the issues are in that thing. For example, wealth distribution. We can see it coming undone. How certain people had all the wealth and now people are actually struggling. And you can see their struggle that other people have to help them the government has to help the people because they really cannot go on they can pay their rent and pay their bills and pay for food and actually survive as a community so that whole system is becoming undone the wealth distribution has to be equal somehow but it's still not equal it's still not there yet because some people are getting bigger loans and they have bigger companies than some other people who are getting two hundred and a thousand dollars. So the whole wealth system is also going to become undone and is going to be redistributed. But big companies are suffering and small companies are suffering. So the suffering is the common denominator in both. But becoming undone is the fact that their position was, one was higher than the other. And the question is, how is it that you adjust yourself being in a lower position? And you look at the higher position people and you say, this is impossible for me. And they somehow made it, but I I can only do it on a small scale. So that mentality is also becoming undone where people will begin to see, I can do this, too. Why should they have the privilege and not me? You know. So that's becoming undone. And social structure is becoming undone. The way things were socially structured, that some people are going to live in these neighborhoods, they're superior to you, and they're going to shop in these places, and they have the money to do so, and you're going to live in these neighborhoods, and you're going to be deprived of things. That is becoming undone. Social injustice is becoming undone. Where socially, some things are accepted uh, by law. Some things are accepted that you can torture a person when you're arresting them. That's not acceptable in humanity. That's not acceptable by people. You should not, you must not. You must respect the person that you're arresting. And you must treat them gently. You, You must not arrest them and kill them on the spot. So all these things are becoming undone where the whole system has to be revised the whole system is going to be revised it's impossible that the system will continue the way it used to continue so that's been undone what else is going to be undone what if it comes to the universal level where our universe is undone I mean, the thing that the scientists have been waiting for, something that I've been waiting for, to figure out what is happening. Why are we here? You know, as an intelligent human being, you ask that question. I mean, you have a choice to live a busy life. Most people busy themselves and forget about their problems or forget about life. But you walk around in the planet where if there was no gravity, you won't be walking around. So how long are we going to have gravity? When are we going to lose gravity? When are we going to lose the water in our planet or oxygen in our planet? So we won't be able to survive. I mean, somehow this, uh, this system is working for us. There are mechanical things in life that are operating on their own because we don't give any credit to God here. I give credit to God. I give all credit to God that God created this earth god created all these systems and it's in the hand of god to continue this system or to destroy this system and it's in the hand of earth to blow up or to remain intact you know there's a system in it there's a system inside it there's a dna inside of us that determines what we're going to be there is a dna inside of uh, any chemical that's determining is a structure of what the structure is going to be. Whether that land is going to become dry and then crack. Or it's going to remain wet and it's going to grow things. That's a language. Within the soil, there's language. Within the earth, there's language. Within the earth, there's programming. Where the oxygen is going to be, how rich the oxygen is going to be, how... Uh, what the water is going to be, how the planet is going to sustain itself, basically. We do not have authority over that. The earth has the authority over us. The earth will decide whether there is gravity or not, whether there is oxygen or not, whether the sun is closer to us or further from us. The earth is going to decide. The universe is going to decide. There are some decisions that the universe will make that the mankind does not have in their hand. What the scientists do is they try to figure out what something is. They try to answer this question to the best of their knowledge that this is what it is. But they don't create that thing. They can combine things. They can test things but they can't create the universe the universe was created by god the universe was created and it has its function and it probably has its life just like we have a lifespan and we are limited to that life and one day we're going to pass on and we're going to die we're growing old we have no power over that we grow old so how is this thing going to be undone? How are we going to undone the universe when we haven't really created the universe? For some reason it's going to be uh, laid out in front of us so we can see how it's becoming undone. Or the the big puzzle is going to be solved so we can see this was the life that we were living and we were given this opportunity to live this life on this planet and things were normal for x amount of years for us and now they're no longer normal so this is not in our hand we have a we have a choice to destroy our air and land and cause um, pollution We have a choice to destroy it, but we don't really have control over its functioning, if you know what I mean. So, not to go too much into details with that, but to see that even that can become undone. And we stand still as things become undone. Undoing life means that... Every single thing that you used to know, that used to function on its own and and seem normal to you, will begin to show its true colors and what it's made of. And you will witness in this 21st century where you were standing, what your circumstances were, how things were structured and how they should be structured. And if the restructuring took place, you will see how the new plan comes together, how the new structure in our society comes together, how the new structure and wealth distribution comes together, how the new relationships between countries are formed, and how the behavior of certain people is unacceptable, and how the new way of creating new relations and new behavior is going to form this is probably going to be in the hands of our new generation because we will struggle and die trying to resolve this issue and we probably will witness it as we are older in our older days where we would see this is how this thing became undone and now the new generation is living forward and um, the, fru- the fruit has been you know, created from that chaos. And the new generation is basically going to enjoy the fruit. They're going to enjoy the new level of peace. They're going to enjoy the new level of uh, equal rights and equal opportunities. The question, the biggest question that arise from listening to all of this, is... Was that planned? Was that already planned for our generation? Was it planned that we will go through this struggle and we will uh, undo things or we will reconstruct them? Or was it just a random thing that happened to us? Or was it the time that was decided in the universe that in this time... When things come to 2020, everything is going to become undone and be redone again. So I'm still trying to answer this question. How about you? I'm still waiting for that undoing. And I will continue to examine that and I will continue to talk about it. In my next episode, I'm going to talk about the undoing of life even further, as I witness the undoing of life. And I think the undoing of life is not going to be a simple resolution as to whether we should have equal rights or not. I think undoing of life is something bigger, something that no one in our entire generation has ever seen. And just to give you a hint, it has something to do with god appearing as the authority again reminding the people that i am the god who created the universe so in our next subject on a next chapter that's what i'm going to discuss how the appearance of god will be revealed to people all over again and the the power and the authority will be displaced and placed in the right position because this is the mystery. The reason why people don't believe it because it's a mystery. Even in the time of other prophets, um, there was a question, why does God not reveal himself or herself or itself? So, Revelation... That relation is the next subject that I'm going to discuss. And it will be based on much, much more research through different religions. And I have been doing my homework on that. But it's a different subject, so I don't want to combine this subject with the undoing of life. But undoing of life is an amazing um, thing to witness. And you can learn a lot from it. You can observe it and you can, I would, I would recommend to people just to remain sane, uh, not to lose their mind and not to have psychological impacts on themselves, is to really see it for what it is, see it for what it is and look at it as something that was waiting for a long time and now you're finally seeing how it's becoming undone and how you're seeing the result of it. So, it's a mystery being solved in a way. And see it for what it is. Observe it. So, your observation is important. Observe things and see them for what they are. And find your place in that. Are you just an observer? You have a role to play or part to play. And not to exceed your limits. Not to move forward and get too involved in things. But to be assertive. To step back. Be assertive and watch. And if you connect. Then connect with the positive way in a positive direction. So, And if you're expressing something. Make sure your expression is clear. Loud and clear. And without violence because you have to stand very clear in this chaos you have to know your position very well in this chaos otherwise you'll be wrapped up in the flow of negativity and you don't want to be wrapped up in the flow of negativity you want to really clarify your position and if you're a peaceful warrior if you represent peace then you clarify your position and you stand in that position and not to jump into any ideas or anything or any changes that are taking place outside in your environment because you will become a part of it and your cause will uh, not really flow it will be destroyed so it's this is the time to step back step back and observe and not be emotional not contain your emotions to have control over your emotions is to have power over this whole thing because if you become emotional if your emotions are obvious and they're being controlled by the system or by people or by the situation you will be wrapped up in the problem it's like a grinder that's like pulling things in and you will be grinded so step back say step back and don't move forward don't move too much forward in life at this time this is the time to stand still and i'll tell you the reasons why you must stand still because things will impact you without your permission of them you can be hurt you can be um grinded by this cause that's taking place you could you could be affected by the change that's taking place so stand still i will discuss furthermore about this subject of standing still and uh, the revelation of god in my next episode until then uh, be safe take care of yourself and take care of your environment and be mindful of all your causes and all your reasons god bless you